if we let the parents know, maybe, maybe not, they'll do something about it. Because I know that there are some parents who just don't care and won't do anything about it. But there are also parents like my mom who actually will take their time out of the day to yeah. actually do something about it. What's up and welcome to Nacho's Cafe. This is your boy, Will, a.k.a. Nacho. And today is Talk About It Tuesday, where me and a guest will sit and talk about it whatever it is and that's what we're talking about ready ladies and gentlemen today is my favorite you know talk about it tuesday on the nachos cafe and i have a very special guest today i actually was uh did a little open discussion or an interview with her mom just a few tuesdays ago about single parenting and today i actually get to interview the firstborn maya and um what the topic we're going to be covering today is a very touchy yet can be um, a lot of controversy out there about it. But um, Maya is 13, right? Yeah. 13, 13 years old. And of course, right now, I'm sure it's been really crazy doing school at home, not interacting with, you know, the same, your peers. And um, what we're going to be talking about is bullying. And when I was growing up, bullying bullying was one thing, but I feel like nowadays it's just become a lot more harsher and a lot more just really brutal because before we didn't have the extent of how social media was, it was beginning. We didn't even have Facebook then, you know, that was like non-existent. We had a thing called MySpace, but that was like after high school. And so Facebook came, Instagram came, Snapchat did everything and their mama came. And I feel like nowadays, uh, especially around your age, you're facing a little bit more harsher type of bullying. And if you don't fit or look a certain way, it's called out before it's note passing. That's what we would do. And now it's like they take a picture and then post it on Twitter, they posted on Facebook and like, did you see what she was wearing? Ill, gross, whatever. And it's just, it's really extreme. And my heart really goes out because I don't, ugh, I, there's a lot of, a lot of sadness out there and it doesn't really need to be. But with further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you, Maya. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for doing this. Of course. So, when you hear the word bullying, What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, usually when people just like talk bad about others or like some people say it over the they'll post things on their stories. And I mean, sometimes there it can turn into physical things. Um, but most of the time when I hear that, I just hear, I think of like, you know, people talking smack about others, about how they look or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like nowadays everything is more focused on a look. Like you have to look skinny or you, you, you don't have the right color hair, the colored eyes, or sometimes even the skin tone, you know? So it's yeah. like, I feel like you, a lot of bullying is that. It's like basically based on what you see on TV, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, have you ever been bullied before? Uh, yes, I have a lot. Um, I have... I was actually bullied this year. Ooh. Um, what about? It, it if was, you don't mind me asking. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so there was a rumor that went around that I was talking badly about all my guy friends, which was not true because literally all my friends are guys. And um, so then they just like all turned their backs on me. And then this one time in our fourth period class, I just heard them like all talking badly about me. There was this one time this girl um, and I, we were friends at one point and then we just stopped being friends. And then she started talking about me and then we just back and forth. And then same with this girl that I was best friends with. And then I just don't talk to her anymore because she brought up my father's, um, my father not being here. And then sixth grade was the same thing. I don't understand why people even think they have the right to even talk about stuff like that. Did you tell anybody about like, maybe your dad wasn't around? Is that why they just chose to pick on you about that? Did it bother you a lot? Um, 
you know, usually if it was just somebody that was like, I was not super close with, I wouldn't mind as much because I don't know him and he wasn't really in my life. But it did bother me this time only because the girl who said it, her dad is also gone. And so she just used it against me. And so, and she was my best friend. So that did bother me that one time, but usually it wouldn't because I didn't know him or anything, but yeah, it did bother me. Now I'm guessing you guys are not friends anymore or are you guys still friends or yeah. Cause after that, that's kind of low. Yeah. We're not friends anymore. Wow. Do you ever see, do you ever come in contact with her still or is she at school? Well, not anymore um, now, but you know, when. Yeah. Um, when it did happen, yes, because she's in all of my classes. So how long did you know her? Your best friend? Um, since seventh grade when I moved to Cruz. That's right. That's right. And how are you liking it so far? The whole transition moving to, how long have you guys been there for two years? Um, since May of 2019. Okay. Comparing to the individuals there, to the ones from Arizona, um, have, have you seen a dramatic change in their mentality and how they treat each other? Or is it any type like the same? I would say Georgia has better people because in Arizona, everybody was more me to everybody. But in Georgia, like everybody's nice to one another except for when it comes to like bullying Uh then that's when they're not nice but when there's no bullying or anything involved they're actually really nice to each other Uh but with Arizona what I learned some people were kind of still rude to each other even when nobody when the person was innocent yeah but the people who are here are actually really nice nice well that's a that's a good break now what have they been bullying about? Is it, what are the type of things that they bully about over there that you've noticed? Here, um, I'm in Georgia. Mostly if like you're too skinny, if you're too skinny or like if you're not thick, they'll talk about it. <laughs> um, another thing is if you date someone and then they break up and then you guys break up, they'll just like, go against one person like if it's their friend they'll go against the part the other person and they'll just talk about them because they dated their friend and then broke up with them oh my gosh yeah um and then they'll just like talk about random things mostly you're thick or not so it's really about the body it's interesting because you know in cali or more like i feel like it's always focused morally on being skinny being this you know a certain looking a certain type of way um and it's funny because in georgia it's like you're not thick enough so you're not all that or this and that yeah now you have high metabolism huh that's why you're 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 slim Mm because i i used to i used to never gain weight when i was young i had a hard time and i ate i could put away some burritos and burgers okay um (laughs) i I just ate a lot but not yeah i never gained any weight until way later but it's quite interesting is how is the demographics there at your school is it colorful is it is there more one type of ethnicity than the other i would honestly probably like a good mixture of three ethnicities and yeah probably (laughs) a good amount of three yeah nice nice (laughs) now you haven't ever been bullied about um your race or anything, right? Uh, no. Okay, good. Thank God. I don't think I, I have, I haven't ever really been bullied about it. I've seen people look at me in certain kinds of ways, like, well, what are you, you know? <laughs> but other than that, it's, it's never really been like a hardcore thing. Um, yeah. So let's see, has anyone that you know, have, uh, you've seen been bullied? Like, of course, probably not so much now. Well, maybe, you know, maybe now or maybe before. But have you have you ever seen anybody be bullied that you know? Um, yes. Um, quite a f- 
few people actually. Um, the girl who talked about my father not being here, um, she would get bullied a lot for being white. And so everybody would just like make fun of um, her, her body, the way that she is. I remember one time um, she's like, she changed um, throughout the school year. And in our connections, one of her teachers were talking about her or whatever. And I remember one time she came crying because our homeroom teacher said that the reason why she's acting like this is because that her father is gone. And so other things people call her, they call her random things like elephant things. And everybody just talks about my um, old friends' appearances and all that. And so, yeah, a lot of my friends have been bullied that I know of. Just by the so, appearances yeah. and personal issues. Mm-hmm. I, personally, I think that was wrong for the teacher to put her business out like that. Because um, that's really not her right to do that. You know, now everybody knows that's that's absolutely wrong. Um, you think she bullied you from from out of pain? Yeah, because people said that I called her bad things, too. I just feel like she took that pain out on me, which, yeah. I mean, it's fine, but it's, but I just don't like the way that she did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it could have been without. She didn't have to go all in, because I'm sure you confided in her telling her what you've been through and, you know, that he's not around, you know? So it's kind yeah. of, yeah, that's a whole lot of ugly. You were saying that she was changing. How was she changing? Was it the people? Was it the how she was dressing? Was it the way she was talking? You said she changed before she really started really, really attacking you. But like, how was she changing? Um, it was her personality. I don't, I, I knew it was a personal situation. So I didn't want to go in depth on why yeah, she yeah. was acting gotcha. way when I asked her and stuff. But um, it was just, she was in the beginning of the year all nice and everything. And she wouldn't say anything mean. And then um, in the middle of the school year, like a month, maybe a few weeks before quarantine happened, she, well, in the middle of the month, we, um, whoa, <laughs> in the middle of the school year. <laughs> got you, got you, yeah. Um, I started. Yeah, in the middle of the school year, I started noticing a little bit of a change in her personality. Um, she was acting kind of different towards me. Um, I didn't say anything about it until like I knew for sure because I didn't want to jump to conclusions if yeah. I was wrong. Um, but then before quarantine, I knew that she was completely different um, because she just got in so much trouble lately. Like she never used to get in trouble. Um, she got three days of ISS, which is in suspension. And um, she told a teacher to shut up and she got in trouble for that. Um, she wow. always said mean things about our math teacher to her face at times. Like there were times she would always say mean things to my math math teacher's face like there was just one time she said oh you look like a witch um there's just there was this other time she was like oh um your breath stinks but like she said it in front of the teacher I was in the front row she was in the second row and she tapped on my shoulder and I was like yeah and then she was like I feel bad but not really and I was like what do you mean and so she was like, well, I told the math teacher that her breath, I told Miss Dale that her breath stinks and now she's chewing gum. I was like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. that's like, yeah, I didn't really like my math teacher, but not to where I would actually say stuff to her face. I was harsh. I was like, why would you say that? And she just said, I don't know, because it's the truth. I was like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to say it to their faces. Like, yeah. yeah, sometimes the truth can be helpful. Some other times it's harsh. But then when she got the three days of ISS, I, well, I would say I was disappointed, but not to the point where, like, I'm, like, her mom or whatever. But right. I was disappointed as her friend because she never would get in trouble. 
and she just got three days of ICS. And honestly, I thought I would get ICS before her. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get ISS. Yeah, yeah. But because I knew my boundaries and like where to stop before crossing the line to where I got in trouble. Like, yeah, I would get in trouble here and there, but not to that extent. And so she, when she did get ISS, it just it hurt to see that she was changing and that the way she was changing wasn't for the better. And yeah, she has some good in her, but Mm -hmm. the goodness is shadowed over all the bad. She does does a lot more bad than good now, Mm -hmm. which really sucks um, for her being my best friend, my ex-best friend. Yeah. And really is, and that she just like, isn't that person anymore um say it was for personal reasons which i mean i can understand that with what's going on with her family but i mean i if i were her i wouldn't have done any of that thing any of that stuff yeah but wow it's it sounds like a lot of um a lot of pain uh going on because that's what it really sounds like even more so now that you're telling me about that like that really sounds like a lot of pain because I know some people do it to get laughs you know to make people laugh like ah ha ha ha. I mean because I'm not gonna lie I'm not no angel um (laughs) I when you said that I would teach like oh my god now I remember when I did that to my English teacher I was so mean (laughs) but I did it I did it to make everybody laugh because I would make fun of her I was a, I think I was a freshman, and uh, it was our our, uh, our English teacher, Miss Mullins, I remember. She looked like she was on crack, I ain't gonna lie. She looked like <laughs> it, okay? Her hair looked like she rolled up out her bed, like it was so frizzy. She had this picture of her family. I'm like, those have to be adopted. <laughs> but, you know, because like she looked like she had acid when she was younger. I don't know. She had a hard knock life. Um... <laughs> And she had hair under her chin and like different colors too. Um, and so one day, <laughs> I'm laughing, this is bad, but I can look back on it, okay? Um, well, I remember I said everybody was coming in and people dared me too. People were daring me like, I dare you to say that. I'm like, oh, I'll say that. They're like, you know he gonna say it. I'm like, yes, I will. I ain't got no shame. And, um, I remember walking in, we all sit down. I'm like, Miss Moms, do you shave? <laughs> she knew it was me and Claire. She's all, William! Because she, she sounded funny, too. Um, I used to make fun of her all the time. Quiet! She would say, like, I don't know. This way she sounded was just really ridiculous. But, um, yeah, and I remember after she told me to pull me aside. And after class, she's all, no, why would you say that? I'm like... I'm sorry, I was just trying to be funny. Sorry. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, she forgave me. She didn't write me up or anything like that. That was nice. But, again, I knew what I did was wrong. And the, the moment I did it, and I still went back, and I did apologize. You don't get that a lot. Mm-hmm. But that was, took me a little flashback when that was going on. <laughs> Except they ended, ended a little bit better. I didn't get no ISS. Now, before, of course, the quarantine and everything, did the school ever talk about bullying? No. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, there were times when our seventh grade counselor would come in for a class period and go over um, different things that she helps with. There was uh-huh. one time that she did a bullying um, PowerPoint, um, but that's really it. And, you know, they let us go to the uh, counselor to talk about it, but they don't, they, they haven't um, given us an actual lesson about bullying do you feel like school especially nowadays with you know um people coming shooting schools and everything like that uh bullying for people being suicidal you know at such a young age do you think that schools should have like they should talk about it make it aware absolutely yeah because like you said there are people who are suicidal like at a young age because there are kids who get bullied so badly to the extent where they do commit suicide and end their lives because of it. And then there are people who will just come home like in tears and hurt and everything. So yeah, I absolutely believe that 
schools should cover um, bullying and that it's needed to go over because of the endings of what happens after being bullied to people. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's something that should be brushed under the rug. I think it's something that should be talked about, something that should be acknowledged. And I really feel that, you know, students and children and teenagers, everybody has a voice. And I feel like they're, it's being ignored, especially by the adults, because, oh, they're just kids. You know, you always hear them say, oh, they're kids. You'll see your parents talk about it. I know your mom will go to war. <laughs> I know that. But a lot of people don't have that, you know, and they have the parent that's like, oh, no, it's okay. Or, or you hear them bullying the other kids or the other kids' family in the household because it comes from somewhere, you know. Uh, it could come from pain, but more than likely it comes more from um, whether it's an issue they're battling or it's something that they've heard their family say about that type of person or that family or that group or that crowd. You know, it's not something that's new under the sun. It's definitely something that's, that's learned. You know, I, I feel like from at home, I feel like. Um, but I really feel that schools really should take a stand and start. Um, I really hope that um, schools really take a stand in bullying and try to hire more people in, in the um, hallways, you know, watching, making sure how, how, how we are talking to each other and maybe we elaborate how we are convert, communicating bullying or respect of others because I feel like that's being ignored. So focused on doing your homework. So I'm focused on getting into college, but what about building the inner you to make you appreciate yourself and appreciate those around you and realize that we all are different. We all have a different mind. So I think we should all not pick on something that looks different or that we don't understand it. Maybe ask a question, you know? Has bullying changed your outlook on people, like their behaviors or maybe your peers around your age? Um, yeah. Because yeah. there are, like, people who I get close to mm -hmm. and that I think are, like, super nice and, that like, genuinely like me. Mm -hmm. And then they just, like, take, like, pain out on me or believe a rumor without coming to me to see if it's the truth or not. Mm -hmm. And then just, like, let out everything and just like hurt me so I definitely think that after people like saying things about me I do have a different look about them mm -hmm. and it just changed the way that I feel and think about them and who they are and yeah yeah I it's sad because it says a lot about them you know if they if that person mm -hmm. um bullies out of pain bullies out of just being petty it says a lot about them, you know, and if they need help, it's like, where do they turn to? Go to the counselor or go to your, you know, yeah. obviously the parents are not helping, but it says a lot about someone's character. It says a lot about that person. So have you ever been bullied? Because you're a very pretty girl. Have you ever been bullied about Thank your looks? You. I mean, I have been bullied about my nose bone because my nose bone is flat and people say they just talk about my nose bone being flat and all of that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> they have to find something about you so they can like oh she's just too pretty what what about that nose someone just said yeah look at her nose look at it look at how flat it is look at oh my gosh it's like really you guys want to pick on my nose you guys can't find anything yeah. else to talk about but my nose really wow you guys yeah. you know <laughs> that is absolutely dumb I'm so, but you know yes. what it, it comes from jealousy too you know, because, like, I was talking to your mom about how you look like Tanashi. <laughs> and, and I saw the picture, like, oh, my gosh, that's her twin, her doppelganger, you know? But it's sad because I know a lot of society focuses on how the pretty girls, you know, bully the ugly, the fat, you know, the, the misshapen, whatever, you know? They always will bully them, but you can't forget Pretty girls also get bullied and they don't have that mentality to bully, you know what I mean? Or 
they don't even know that they're pretty because a lot of really beautiful girls women they don't even know their own beauty because they've been bullied so much about something that's wrong so it causes them to focus on that one thing like maybe this is wrong maybe i do need to get a nose job you know thinking stuff like that because they're talking about it's like why do they hate me so much like what did i do to you i just Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to go to class you know or try to say hi excuse me i'm just trying i'm in line for lunch why are you what oh here comes flat nose you know like why you know what i mean like it just it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, it's just, it's really petty. But when you don't have your, the ones that you're supposed to lean on, which is your professors, your teachers, your, you know, parents and all that, who don't put a stop to that, then it's like, then what do you do? You know, if there wasn't any counselors to talk, um, have you talked to anybody about bullying or being bullied? Like, what happened with your old best friend? Did you tell your mom or did you tell anybody about that? Um, so about the part where my friend talked about my father's absence, I did go to my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, but when all my guy friends like turned their backs on me or anything else, I just went to the counselor Mm -hmm. and talked to her for a class period to help me. Mm -hmm. And then I would just return to school. And then if I needed to, I'd go back to her. And then at the end of the day, I'd still go to my mom so that I can have help from two different people. Yeah. And then other days and then the next day I'd also go to the counselor again if I needed to and my mom and I'd just do it back and forth yeah now how what was different between the two sources you know what did the counselors say versus what your mom would say when you came to them about this is what's happening to me this is what I'm experiencing um well the counselor really um I mean yeah she was really helpful but um, there were times where she would just ask me like what was wrong, and then she would ask me like if she want if I wanted her to bring in the person that the issue was with mm-hmm. to talk it out one on one, you know. And so, um, but with my mom and with her advice, they were all pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, they were pretty equivalent to each other. So mm-hmm. I just took them both, and whatever was different from each other, I would just like take it and then I would work through the problems or I'd have the counselor bring in the other person and face one-on-one and talk Mm -hmm. but they were pretty much the same advice um yeah was there anything that you were looking for them to say that you didn't hear like let's say you were hoping the counselor would say something this you know besides because I know sometimes in certain areas and schools and stuff like that it would not be a good idea to bring the person that's bullying you there because then they're going to continue to even go harder i was like oh now you're oh you're too weak you know then you're going to be bullied about that and then it's like you know oh what oh what your mama can't do this you know they'll start uh, uh it creates another ugly because at adolescence it's it's really people are trying to find themselves in the world and in their world and in their world, they're number one, you know, and a lot of Mm -hmm. out there. So if you're trying to rain on their parade and march on their castle and build and break their walls down, they're not going to be too kind to that. So maybe sitting you guys down together is not the best thing. I feel like it is, but it also isn't, you know what I mean? Cause like pass it out, talk about like you told. So what's going to happen when I walk home? Or what's going to happen when I still go down these hallways? Now, that person that you brought in is going to tell all their friends that she's so, uh, she had me come into the office and go talk to her about this and that. Then it creates a whole nother issue. I feel mm-hmm. that it might, have, might be more beneficial if the parent came in, you know, like bringing yeah. their parent. Because this is a situation that's learned from home. You know, that's, that's how I feel because we kids don't learn things just because. We may watch TV, but who turned the TV on? You know, mom, dad may allow us to watch this TV so we're learning traits or whatever. But we learn things, our, our personalities are developed from home first. And then we go out there into the world and whoever we surround ourselves 
we start to become a little like them. Do you feel like it would maybe be beneficial if when it comes to these terms, if you're going to bring the kid, it should bring the kid and their parents. So it's more of a thing that we're aware. Yeah. Because then maybe, cause like, like you said, um, what, with the people that we surround, that we're surrounded with, like we'll get traits from people mm-hmm. and the way that we act. Cause we see other people acting like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it'd be beneficial for the parent and the child to be coming in because if we let the parents know, maybe, maybe not, they'll do something about it. Cause I know that there are some parents who just don't care and won't do anything about it. But there are also parents like my mom who actually will take their time out of the day to yeah. actually do something about it. Yeah. And so I think that if there is a parent, if the parent is like that, that the, they should be informed knowing the child they won't tell their child they won't tell their parent unless they're emailed or called from school Mm -hmm. so i do think it'd be beneficial for the parent to also be involved and to come to know what's going on you know when i was growing up um my mom would pop in (laughs) and puts the fear of god like oh She's here. What is she doing here? Like, you know, I'm not doing homework. I'm not doing, what did the teacher say? You know, <laughs> I, I feel like when you start having the parents show up, it's like, why are they here? Well, I've heard you've been bullying people. I need to see what about this, you know, or other words, your mom, like I need, I hear you're being bullied. I need to see who's bullying you. You know, I feel like it's not something to be embarrassed about that your parent cares and shows up. Um, Because it is embarrassing at first, like, oh, my God, what are they doing here? You know, for someone who's being bullied, I think they should still show up, even though it's still going to be embarrassing. Like, oh, my God, I'm sure you're like, oh, God, my mom's here. You know, (laughs) I get uh, because I know your mom. You're like, oh, my God, don't don't say anything. Don't do anything. (laughs) That's not my mom right now. You know, (laughs) it's just side your face like, oh, God. She's like, oh, I see you, Maya. I see you. Like, "Um, can I go to the restroom? And can you watch me go? Because I don't want her to follow me, you know? <laughs> but I really feel there's more of a positive that will come out of this, like the parents show up. It's kind of like what they used to do in the back old days. I think they should still continue to bring that because it is their right to know what's going on, what their child is doing, because they may not know their child's doing this. Because a lot of times when these kids who have been bullied, they take situations into their own hands with a gun, and start shooting everybody, especially the bullies, you know, or vice versa. It's just someone who's, who's playing with guns and they're being, they don't care about society or don't care about these in particular people. So they go and cause a hate crime. Both of them can be addressed when the parents know what's going on at home. And the only way to do that is if these schools actually inform the parents, you know, um, your child has been bullying, not just one, but quite a few people. Or your child has been bullied by this particular student. We're not bringing the student, but we want to also ask, would you be okay to meet with the child's parents and the child so that we can really see what's being said? Like you're going to say what was said, like what they said to you or whatnot. And even with homegirl, you know, bring that in her parent to come in and your mom and just like, why would you say that about? why would you say that? I can't believe, you know, I feel like things need to be hashed out. Nothing should be put under the rug because it builds up and it becomes really ugly when it builds up and explodes. Always does. Have you ever bullied anybody? (laughs) 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 And I mean, think about it, you know, the word bully sounds harsh. We all pick on people. Mm. We all do. There is not one person in this world I'm sure a monk picks on a fly, okay? So I don't think not one person in this world, especially in this United States, does not pick on somebody. So have you ever have you ever picked on anybody? Um so I'm not one of those types of people who hold grudges. Which is good. So if somebody does something to me, yeah, I'll be mad about it for like a day or two. Um, but I just like won't talk to the person for a little while until I cool off. But I'm also not one of those people who 
will just look at somebody and then choose to say something about their appearance or anything out of the blue by just mm-hmm. looking at them like yeah maybe I'll say something but like I'll think it in my head and I won't actually say it out loud to where it hurts them because they won't know but if I were to say something hurtful I would be doing it if they did it first to me so if they said something then I would not that it's like an exception for me to yeah, do yeah. it obviously I know it's wrong but I do it out of habit because of this one girl, me and her would always like argue back and forth or whatever, but I wouldn't like just look at somebody and then just say something gotcha. bad yeah, or rude yeah. to where it hurts them. Yeah. Cause yeah. I don't think it's right. But if somebody does do something to me first out of habit, I will say something back. Mm-hmm. It may be harsh, maybe not, but if it is harsh, I will come to my senses senses eventually, mm-hmm. and then I'll apologize, and then I'll say that I don't need an apology back or anything because that's your decision, but I'm going to be the bigger person and say sorry first, and then I'll say I'll apologize and hope that we can put it past us. Now, has anyone that has ever bullied you ever apologized to you? Like, you know how you're aware of what you are saying? And you mm-hmm. will go back and apologize for it. Has anyone ever shared that common courtesy to you? Um, um, there are times when, like, me and my friends will have, like, roast battles or whatever. And, like, they'll draw the line. Got you. And then I won't, I'll just, like, stop and I won't talk to them. And I'll just look at them. And then they'll know that they did it, something wrong. And so they'll apologize. Because I remember one time. I mean, my friend did do that, and he said he was sorry, and so did I. Um, but if they do say that they're sorry, um, half, probably most of the time, they'll end up saying that they were just joking and that they're not really sorry. And then oh, wow. usually if I say I'm sorry first, yeah, usually if I say I'm sorry first, um, like I remember one, the girl who talked about my father, I sent her this really, really long paragraph saying I was sorry and everything. And she accepted it. And then she said she was sorry. And then she just started talking badly about me again after she said sorry. And then she was like, I don't want to be friends anymore. I was like, okay. And then she just said, and I don't believe that you were really sorry about what you said. And it's just that most people think that I'm not actually sorry for what I say and I mean I am I genuinely genuinely am sorry and I have to tell them that but they still don't believe me but Mm -hmm. most people don't say sorry which I'm fine with because I don't need an apology but if they do say sorry I hesitate to accept it because I've had so many conditions where well, not conditions, but situations where they don't really mean it when they're sorry. So it's hard for me to accept apologies, but I do it anyways, since I'm that type of person. And then if they don't accept it, I'll just ignore them and I won't be their friend anymore. Yeah. I think it's really adult of you to let people go like that because you really shouldn't have anybody in your life that doesn't accept an apology. Um, The thing about that, it says a lot because as many sorries as you can give anybody, they have a certain expectation what sorry looks like in their mind. And so if your voice, the tone of or the pitch of your voice and your apology was not meeting to their standards, then of course they're not going to believe you. You know, if someone says sorry to you, I feel like you probably would take it as okay, like you because you probably don't have an expectation of what it's supposed to be, you know, which is way beyond your years. I'll tell you that much with that mentality. That's really, really something hard to grasp. So hold on to that because expectations will rob you of friendships, of opportunities, and all that. But with sorries, I feel like um, I'm a person I do not like to apologize because what I do. If I know that I've done wrong or I did something to hurt, I rarely say sorry. And this is why, because I will show you 
that I'm sorry versus telling you because words mean nothing, you know, unless you put meaning to it. And then when you put meaning to it is by actions. And like, you know, you're the say someone wanted to just like come and talk to you a little bit more like, hey, how you doing? Um, you know, just started being there a little bit more. And then one day, because this is their actions they're taking, they're just saying, you know, the reason why I wanted to do this is really just to show you, because I felt so bad in what I did. And I just wanted to take some steps in just showing you that I'm sorry. But I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I just didn't feel like that wasn't good enough, you know? But I mean, if it's something sm small, I mean, you don't need to overkill it. But you got people who have expectations of what sorry looks like. And that's why, which really explains um, Homegirl to me, um, because she had an expectation. I, it's, what more, you, you want me to grab a donkey and have some burgers? And is this my apology? Because you're not going to get it, you know, because then you can go make your own apology, okay? But I'm not you. We don't live in the same mind. You know, I, I feel like a lot of adults feel like, oh, they're just kids. I'm like, I was a kid too, and that wasn't right. Now, I know we both were kids, and I know the type of kid I was, and I know the things that were coming out of kids' mouth at my age. So, and that sounds like adult stuff. That doesn't sound like kids. Um, is there anything you would like to add? One thing. I would say, honestly, for the viewers, or just like me and all of us, you know, um, honestly, I would think before we speak or do anything, because if we do say something, hurtful it can be scary for the end and coming of the person that you say the thing to and like yeah you may not it may, it may be like not hurtful for you because you're the one saying it but I mean if you think about if you were in the other person's shoes how they would feel about mm -hmm. you about someone saying something about you it would be hurtful because I know for a fact that even if you bully someone and someone says something mean about you, you would be hurt. So it's not like it'd be any different for the people that you bully. Mm -hmm. So I just think that we should all like think before we like say something to someone or do anything. But how do you, how would you encourage others to be more aware of what they say? What kind of actions do you think that we as a community should do? Me personally, mm -hmm. if I were friends with someone who bullied other people, or if I was someone who bullied people and I had friends who knew about it, um, I would, if I were the bully, um, I would, ex I would want like my friends to like, encourage me to be a better person mm -hmm. or like influence me, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. Um, or if I was one of, the, if I were the friend, um, I would, I would talk to the person who was a bully and see, like, ask them why they bully the people that they do, but, like, not to where it gets, like, super personal. Yeah. And then, because I, I wouldn't want to get, like, too into that if it's, like, something, like, really personal. Yeah, I, I think that's actually a, a good, uh, that's a good solution because it really is about the people you surround yourselves, but not some of them are egging you on, you know, some of them egg the bullies on. Yeah, yeah, go fight, 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 you know, that type of thing. And for the ones that are bull being bullied, I can think it's more about who's watching and seeing that person get bullied. What is the other person going to do? Like, what would you do if you did see someone get bullied near you? Um, if it was, like with if it was if someone was getting bullied with like words like verbally yeah. i would and they like um and the person who was getting bullied was like crying or whatever i right. would go and comfort them i would be that person to go and help them and like comfort them make them feel liked or whatever and yeah. just help them out but if it was like a physical fight i would take off the um take off the bully that was like fighting them or whatever and I would like back them away from the person that was getting hurt but I I would step in but not too much to where 
it was a problem with me and the bully, but uh-huh. enough to where they back off from the person that they are bullying and then help out the per- the person being bullied. Got you. I think that's um, that's very big of you. I think when it comes to verbal, it's a little easier. And especially after the effect, I feel like after it, um, is, it, it makes a better imprint versus trying to get in the middle. Because first of all, you don't know what's going on. What if it's, what if, you know, they're just playing around, mm-hmm. like really horse playing, like hardcore, you know? It's like, geez, you guys are friends. Wow, that's kind of weird, you know? That's your business. <laughs> but when you go into, I feel like after, like if it's a verbal attack and the other person, you know, like you said, you go comfort them. I feel like that's more, I feel like it's more beneficial because that way you actually see what's going on. If someone's getting like punched in the face, you go get help. Don't get in the middle, get some, you know, get some help, you know, but when it comes to verbal, cause to me, I know physical damage, physical damage heals, but verbal damage, it takes a long time to heal. That stuff can fester so much in someone's mind where yes, it does cause suicide or it does cause them to take an action to cause harm to multiple, you know? So it's like, we really got to take a moment to really examine. Now, I applaud you because you said like, you know your boundaries. Now, what helped you know your boundaries? Like not where to go, like not to go too far. Like what helped you know your boundaries? Um... Uh, well, I would say, um, when I learned to control my anger, Mm. um, so I wouldn't say I have anger problems, but I get angry very, very fast. So even like the littlest comment about me can make me mad. Like some people can like forget about it, but I can, I get mad really easily. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like the same, I said the same thing to my um, counselor. Um, when I do get mad, I don't talk to the person for at least the rest of the day, if not some of the next day, so that I don't take any anger to them. Mm-hmm. But what helped me, what really helped me like set boundaries was um, every time, like I'm, I'm used to getting bullied now and talked about because I mean, I've, it's happened to me for years now. Um, but me getting mad at the people just made them do it even more. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I thought like if me getting mad isn't helping anything because they they think it's just funny when I get mad. Mm -hmm. So I just thought I can't mad as I usually do because it's just going to make that it's just going to make the situation even worse over time. So I just I let my anger not get the best of me. Yeah. Wow. Now where did you where did your anger come from? Um I guess because I've been bullied in the past. I mean when I was in sixth grade, I was bullied for three weeks straight. Good grief. Yeah, and it was from this girl that I was best friends with since third grade. And she turned all of my friends against me. Um, Like, all of my friends weren't friends with me anymore. There were these two girls who wrote this apology note for making me feel the way that I did, which was nice. I still have the note. But, I mean, it doesn't change the fact that that girl turned them against me and that they weren't friends with me anymore. But um, whenever I get bullied, it just brings me back to that time because of how hard it was for me. Mm. I mean, I went home crying every single day. Um, I would always go to my mom crying um, home, on my way crying. And every time I get bullied, it just brings me back to that time and especially when all my guy friends like turn their backs on me it just brought me back to that time yeah I'm not that type type of person to be like open to everybody like it's for me to make friends 
but I don't like to. I like to yeah. stick with my own people, but not my own people, but like the people I'm friends with already. Yeah, yeah. But I had to because how because of all my friends turning their backs on me. But I think all my anger just comes from me having the reminder of what happened in sixth grade. And it just hurts, but I have to get through it. And because things get worse before they get better. Ah, man. So. You said a mouthful right there. You know, it's, it's really amazing um, because I still, I look at your age and I look at mine. I'm what? Ooh, girl, I'm tw 20 years older than you. <laughs> but where the way you're speaking, I mean, you speak on a lot of things that I have come to just really realize a lot um, just seven years ago, you know, um, really making sense of a lot of things. I've always had a, an in-depth mind knowing my boundaries. I feel like my freshman year, I was a hood rat you know, said a lot of things that I shouldn't have said. But then as I grew, I started, I started, you know, really changing my respect um, because I didn't have the friends that I grew up with anymore. Um, we all split up in high schools. You know, I went to this high school, then everybody that I, I went to middle school with went down the other high school. And so it was kind of fresh and new. And so I had to make something of myself and I have a big mouth and <laughs> I'm always talking a mess, but, um, I think I was, I really wanted to focus on having that quality friend, you know, because there's, there's a lot to say about a person who has quality friends, not quantity, because you can have like 23, 35, 70 friends, but who is really a friend at that moment? Do, can you call, can you like name every single 71, but the, but that's your friend, you know, who is really your friend and who's really, who's quality who will tell you, hey, stop, stop saying that about that person. That ain't cool. Yeah, well, did you see that? No, stop. Or that quality friend that's like, hey, are, are you okay? You all right? You know they're just jealous. You know they're just saying stuff because you know they're going through issues. Don't worry about that. It, it is nothing. But that really hurt. I know. I know. Let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about it. Be, I think we, be, we need to be more present. Adults and kids, you know, like, and teens, need to be present, need to be there for one another, because at the end of the day, all we have is each other, you know, and we shouldn't be trying to turn our back, we shouldn't be trying to attack each other, we got to stop that, I mean, it doesn't help, because some of our leaders are attacking out of hate, you know, when it needs to be more out of love, not attacking out of love, but, you know, more like, offering more love for each other uh trying to be understanding we all have a story we all need to listen you have a great story like what you just you know you gave to me which i definitely appreciate um but wow uh <laughs> but <laughs> you're you're very wise you know and um yeah that was i was curious about that too i wanted to know about your your boundaries and thank you for telling me where your anger comes from that's how old were you? You said that they were bullying you for three weeks straight? Yeah. How old were you? Um, 12, maybe. Not even that long ago. Yeah. 12. Wow. Three. <sighs> and you said it, it's calmed down a little bit more in, in this area, in Georgia? Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, do you have any questions for me? Have you ever, well, yeah, have you ever been bullied to like the extent where you were like crying a lot like to where it really hurt I had this um I had this gosh I can't remember how old I was but I know I was young um I was a church boy so I was always you know talking to God about my issues versus family because I felt like nobody would understand um but I was always bullied about being gay before I even knew I was uh, gay. And I was just bullied all the time, making fun of my hair, my clothes, my shoes, the way I talked, my teeth, because I had teeth that kind of went like that. Um, I make fun of that too. It was funny. I was funny looking. 
Um, but I used to cry so much because, you know, I couldn't even meet anybody new without someone telling the new student, watch out for him, he's going to touch you. I didn't even touch you, so how can I touch them? You know, it's like, I, what do you, I'm not gay, you know, like, there was one time where I, where I actually cried myself to sleep, and I begged, begged, I didn't believe in suicide, but, um, because yeah, I saw so many things, bad things about it, like, oh, you kill yourself, you, this and that's going to happen. But I cried. I remember crying to God, praying and asking him to take me away. Just take me out of this life because this world is so cruel. It's so cruel. It's so ugly. No one's listening to me and nobody wants to. I mean, if everybody's going to be like this, I don't want to be here. You know, I really didn't want to, I really... It wasn't to the point of suicide, but it it was almost the opposite where just something just take me out. You know, I didn't know anything about taking a lot of pills to, you know, or take some type of thing. I'm too scared of a, I was too scared of a gun to pick one up or try to find one to shoot myself. But it wasn't to that. It was just, I was so sad because I didn't feel like it was anybody. I didn't, I felt like a nobody. And it came to the fact where I almost started accepting that. I, 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 at the moment, I, I accepted that I was a nobody and that, that um, I would never have a friend. And I was, I try to groom myself to just be okay with that. Like, I don't care. I don't need anybody. I, I'm going to be alone. That's okay. No one's going to love me. And I, cause I would try so hard to have a friend, but the ones that you thought were your friend were the ones that were making fun of you. Um, and I always try to hang out with the girls because the guys, just I was I guess I wasn't guy enough you know um I looked a certain way or switched my hip whatever I had my hand like this sometimes you know but I was always um always made fun of and I really I just didn't want to be around anymore because I didn't feel I didn't feel loved I mean you know you you sometimes you have love from home you know you got your your family love but it's different when you go out there every single day to school and this is your part of your growing up. And when these people are saying certain things to you that really cut to the core, um, it really just, it hurts. And it really causes you to like second guess, well, why am I here? Like, if I'm going to be going through this, like, really? I mean, well, they're so perfect. I mean, why do, why even go to school? You know, it's like, because all I got to do is like, gosh, I wish there was a shortcut just to go to class. Like, can the classes be next to each other and there's a door and I just walk in there? Do I have to go through the hallway? Do I have to cross campus? Do I have to go across next to that person that I just cannot stand? Because every time I walk by, they have to say something. You know, I feel like we should just have a shirt that says, say, say it. because I mean I don't care you know like I I feel like it comes to the point where it causes us to become so numb and for some of us we don't have an out we don't have someone to talk to you know some people don't have that and so like I said they act out on their feelings and their emotions you know but um but yeah that was um my bullying was always about that I started after I felt like I don't need anybody, I didn't need any friends, um, I created my own aura. And I just was like, this is me. And I'm going to say what I want, do what I want, and I really don't care if you don't agree. Bye. And so I developed a type of confidence that I didn't know was a confidence then. I think I lied and told myself it was. I guess it was a way to protect me. I guess it was a way to like protect that kind of softness in me that always got bullied and I would cry at home and, you know, but I think that's what it was. And I just kind of went out and just became the happiest person and started people wanted to be my friend. I'm like, go away. Because I, I'm like, the moment I didn't want any friends, they all started coming wanting to be my friend. And I'm just like, what do you want? You know, like I really was like, mm-hmm, but I never for I had like maybe one or two that were so close and I loved them with all my heart. Well, are we friends anymore? No. 
Um, because I said this on one of my episodes about forgiveness. I became a bully to him <laughs> <laughs> because he was my best friend. I was a territorial friend. So I was like, he's my best friend. And when I got to eighth grade or something like that, I think the styles changed. We, I was becoming a skater and he, no, he was a skater. He, Cause he used to be gangster or whatever, like the gangster look. And he was like, let's try being skated. Cause I need you to spike your hair. And I'm like, I don't even want to spike my hair. And that ain't me. You know, I was just like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to do this. And so we kind of split up. And then I started making fun of him. I started talking about him. I started spreading rumors. He was the most popular guy in school, but I was the best friend. So all the girls, because all girls was in love with him and any girlfriend that he had and they broke up with him, they were like, Will, tell me about him. And I was like, oh yeah, he's da-da-da-da. You know, I was so bad. But when that year, that the end of the, when the year was over, I did go to him and apologize. Because I had a lot of, I guess I built hate against him, to be honest. Like I didn't, I couldn't stand him. When I heard his name, I was like, ugh. I don't care about him. He's, you know, like you should never have anybody's name or anybody hold that much power over your emotions because then that's something that says something about you and the situation needs to either be forgiven or talked about. And I, I went over to his house and, you know, I asked for his forgiveness and he in return asked for my forgiveness. Um, but yeah, that question went, uh, gave you a big story. Sorry. <laughs> 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 but I would never want to go to my I never wanted to go to my mom about that um in those in particular situations just because I didn't feel like she could make it go away because it's one way of comforting but I guess you can't stop them from saying what they're gonna say you know and that's why I feel like what we both agree on is sit me down with my parent and their parent and them and address the issue so that they can be aware of what's being said. And it hurts. It hurts. Because some people are trying to find their place in this world. And you're already attacking them before they can even find a location. That's not fair. And I know it's going to be like that a lot. But I think we and adults need to step up. It should be like an anti-bullying club at the school, you know? And I think it should be called Say It. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, this has been really, really good. I, number one, I remember when I was saying at your age, I was like, oh my gosh, I really wanna hear whatever you have to say because that's like the perfect age because some people think that you're not going through it. Like you're 13, what you know? Mm-hmm. When you were 13, what did you know? <laughs> exactly. Now you know. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, and I, even when I talk about, like, what you say to me, I'm telling you about when I got attacked being, you know, people attacking me about gay. They're talking about you even more, even more harsher and daddy issues and this and that. Like, that's harsh. When I was growing up, it would be talking about clothes and you're fat or skinny or, uh your look, your face, your nose, you know, we had those kind of those jokes too. But like, t tapping into just parents and stuff, that's, that's low. And I didn't, you know, people would get hit all the time. But saying stuff like that, come on, you know, like, that's, that's really, really, it's getting worse. Because mm -hmm. when I told my mom what I was being bullied about, and then my brother, he just hated school. Like, I don't think he hated it, hated it. But you could tell the burden that was being held to him when every time he, he talk about high school, it's kind of like a black cloud for him. And that's just the people that were there. Just like it didn't, it didn't create any positive experience. I had a great time in high school. My mom, she didn't, I don't, I don't think she really had that much of uh, that bullying, you know? So it's like, it's from generation to generation and it's getting worse and we got to stop that, you know? Um, cause we need you to make our future, <laughs> you know, you guys are the future, you know, and if we're going to have bullies leading the country, boy, then we're going to have more coronavirus and quarantine. <laughs> okay. This is what bullying leads to. No, I'm just kidding. 
but um wow so is there any positive um from being quarantined like you don't have to deal with a lot of that like i know i'm, I'm sure you probably miss interacting with people yeah. but it does take that bullying out you don't have to yeah. worry about trying to i gotta do my hair and look good this day or i gotta do this um maybe i do my lashes i don't know do you guys put do you put makeup on um i only use mascara but there are some people in like eighth grade who will do like a full face of makeup call them drag queens no i'm just kidding and they'll be like why did you call me will said you're a drag queen <laughs> <laughs> see that like i'm encouraging you to be a bully let me stop <laughs> well sometimes it helps them you know just being real is different than being a bully okay so i mean it is what it is you know but um Oh gosh, yeah, there's some people I see maybe just doing makeup too much. And you have natural beauty, so keep doing your mascara, girl. Okay. <laughs> Please just keep doing it. Do that. Don't do too much because your mom was very subtle too. Like and I'm like, okay, girl. I see you. <laughs> I don't even know if you're wearing lipstick, but your lips look glossed, you know. <laughs> but yeah, but Maya, thank you so much for opening up. You really got a good head on your shoulders, you know continue to be aware of your boundaries and you know if you meet quality people i just encourage you to share that i definitely would share your wisdom because you have wisdom wisdom doesn't come with an age wisdom is learned and gained and you have that interior inside so i encourage you to just continue to be strong don't let these haters hurt you because they can't hurt you unless you let them Okay, because they have no power over you. They don't. They have none unless you give them. It's like you're, you have your heart in your hand, right? And they come and they say something. You're basically giving it to them. Like, here's my heart. Now stomp on it. What, we, what you should do, what I'm encouraging you to do, and to anybody else, you keep that heart here and you keep it behind you. Like, say what you're going to say. Are you done yet? Well, the, now you're stuttering. I'm going to go that way. And you can follow me if you want. I mean, you want to walk me to my class? What the, f Maya? I'm like, all right. It sounds like you've lot, you ran out of words to say. Are we still talking? To, oh, are we still talking about my nose? Okay, cool. I'm not even going to start on your nose. So I'm going to go that way. You know, <laughs> you know, you can kill it with kindness. You can. There's so many ways to go about it. You have such a great head on your shoulders. So you, you got it. Turn it around. So keep your heart in here. Don't, don't have it on your sleeve. Don't have it on your shoulder. Don't let them see it. Just, just laugh like, that is, you know what? That is kind of funny. You know, or you like, well, you're not supposed to laugh at it. And I'm like, you know, or the next time someone said anything, any, anything about, you know, the person that's not here anymore. You know, it's like, well, everybody has a decision. He missing out. You know, like, because I'm bomb. And now I got a new daddy. <laughs> you know, so, so you, know, it, it, you know, it is what it is. You know, and just try, try your best. And I'm sure it will come natural to change it into a positive. You know, because nobody has power over you but you. Well, I think that uh, definitely makes it up for our show. Thank you so, so, so much. Of course. And that completes today's Talk About It Tuesday episode on Not Just Cafe. Thank you so much for listening and see you next Tuesday for the next TBIT episode. And remember, when you run into a mental wall of personal perspective, talk about it.